Welcome to the Bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hi. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. We are picking up right where we left off last week, so if you feel like you're jumping into the middle of a conversation, you are. We're headed back into the library for just a couple more things and then headed out to the bonfire. So welcome to more on Irish slash Celtic Pantheon, even though please remember Irish and Celtic are not interchangeable. But since so many people equate them, we sometimes put them together. Lastly, this was recorded about a month before its release date. And now let's dive in. One more, th- one more definition, two more definitions I want to give you real quickly before we hop into the names of the gods and the goddesses is the Tuae de Danon or the Tuatha de Danon or the Tuatha de or Tuwa de. Uh, so it depends on who you are, American or Irish, whether you're saying the TH, but I've even heard different Irish people say Tuatha de Danon or Tuatha. I'm going to go with Tuae de Danon or Tuwa de. They are the tribes of the Irish gods, or the race of these gods and goddesses who are based in the Irish other world, not the underworld, the other world. Now, as my understanding in my research, that one I learned when I very first started out, and two, I double-checked before coming on this podcast to go, because stuff that I learned and wrote down in my Book of Shadows like 20 years ago, I'm like, ooh, I I can check that now. Let's see if I actually... We have more resources now. Exactly. But it's hard for me. Uh, There are a couple things I've learned that I'm like, I should probably change doing that because it's not really supported. But that's okay because it's my own personal practice. I'm making it my own, and if the Morgan tells tells me otherwise, then I do listen. She slapped my hand on certain things, but not on anything like that. So, and that is the other thing that I want to be really distinct and clear about is that the Irish pantheon is in the other world. It doesn't mean that you can't go to the underworld and that you haven't had experiences with your gods or goddess if you already have them. If you listen to the Mortellus episode, uh, she talks very specifically about meeting on Morgan in the underworld. That's not what we're saying, but most of the time you're going to the other world. And there are portals. There are physical portals here on this planet. Courtney talks about one of them in Oregon. And then, of course, Laura O'Brien worked with the heritage sites, and they are very Ireland, you go to Ireland, there's a tree, there's a hawthorn tree in the middle of a place where they were building and building a freeway. And it's like, nope, that's a fairy hawthorn tree and we're not touching it. And where in America, they just go, ah, fuck it. And go ahead and try the the Irish people were like, nope, we're not touching it. We'll build around it. Uh, Yeah, they so they take it very seriously. And a lot of people have reported tons of experiences and their tours that will take you there. And Laura used to work at one of the caves of the Morgan and um, the Morgan Morgan. And now I'm going back and forth all the time. Uh, So yeah. All right. Any questions before I move on to the list of names that I'm going to share with you? No. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) I 
think about it. All right. I'm going to do my best to pronounce these to the best of my ability. So this is not an exhaustive list. No, I say again. <laughs> just a little quick prelude. I looked up like the lineages and family trees of this mm-hmm. pantheon. Man, you thought the Norse pantheon was complicated. <laughs> it's all over. It's all over. First and foremost, and I don't think I'm starting here because I'm biased, is the Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) She is the queen after all. The Morgan. Is she a triple goddess? Does she have sisters? Is she a collective of people? If you decide to work with her, that's your decision to go ahead I think also the answer to that multiple choice question can be yes. Yes. (laughs) I think you're absolutely right. There's Maka and Vibe and Naven, and hopefully I've said those all right. Vive is the one who's mostly associated with a crow, but the Morgan has her crows as well. Uh, she's associated with the eel, the crow, and the heifer. Navon is considered the battle frenzy person, and the Morgan is considered the great queen, the phantom queen, and the queen of nightmares. We're going to talk a little bit, because we brought up the sisters now, about how they're considered war goddesses, because we're going to talk about some of the other titles of these gods and goddesses. It is important to know that they never actually took part in the battles hands-on. They use their blood to influence. They use their voice to influence the battles. They use their curses and their prophecy to influence the battles, but they never actually, according to the lore, actually fought on the field. And then the Dagda, the good god, the uh, Danu, the matriarch of power, Brigid, Brigid, Breed. She's considered hearth and forge and inspiration for creativity. I like to think of her as the goddess of song as well and writing. And I always yeah. think of her as the color like copper. Yeah, I think that's a good Is that color. weird? What do you point no. out? No, if you look oh, up hey. there, I have a picture of her. Uh, yeah, I copper, always, copper. I always think of her as like leather and copper. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, Nick, there's uh, Lou. Nick is one of our listeners and he's on Instagram and he's just so awesome and I saw today on Instagram I hope this is okay to say well I'm not saying his last name so he got inoculated today he got his vaccine today hey everybody vaccinations work yeah they do and uh, so and we're gonna do a big episode on Lou closer to Lunasa sorry that's fine Mm. I'm over here literally gurgling so (laughs) Arwen the god of the underworld and there's Fildius, and now, now I'm going there, y'all. I'm going to the one that is one of the most controversial, but you will find when you Google in, tell me about the Celtic gods, and you will go to, oh, what is it? It's, um, it starts with Irish. It's a website. It's not good, and if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes, fingers crossed. Um, Cernos. Let's talk about Cernos, everyone. I don't know who that is. Cernos so. <laughs> is supposedly the horned god. Corey doesn't remember this, brought this up in one of our really early episodes. Oh, remember that? And I was gosh. like, I've yeah. never heard of him as being part of that. Because my research had said no, because yeah. I had gone to the cycles and stuff. And he's, so Cernos has nothing written about him. There's maybe one thing. And I, somebody said, there's one thing written about him, but then I could never find that one thing. <laughs> there's a, a great uh, theory about why people think he's the horned, the Irish horned god. Not just any horned god, y'all. They think he's the Irish, and it's because of a similar name that's in the Ulster cycle. And 
I will probably have to write that in the show notes because although it is in my notes, I don't have it right. In, oh, I do have it right in front of me. Uh, Conk Canuck. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> and he's in the Ulster cycle. And maybe that's why he did it. The other thing is that Margaret Murray wrote about him in the 20s, I think. Uh, the god of the witches and mm. she took him there's a cauldron in a danish cauldron that has supposedly his likeness on it mm. and supposedly that's his name but there's nothing written about him so that's all guesswork so he is a very controversial uh, uh, like morgan daimler will say uh no he's not irish not even close he's greek and and roman and the greeks and romans did write about him i guess that's the person. But uh, that's, again, that conversation of the Celts being everywhere. Yeah. So maybe he isn't an Irish Celtic yeah. god, but he could be a Celtic god in another region. Yeah. But neo-pagan, if you're neo-pagan and you're Wiccan and you're listening to me right now, you are cursing my name. Because yeah, you're like, that's fine. fuck, Serenos so is an Irish god. Can't well, please everybody all the time, all uh, the time. So is he? Yeah. So now I have to say, UPG, he's totally been talking to me for uh, since uh, just shortly after we started the podcast. Yeah. yeah, he, Lou, and Odin have come into my life. I've never been really attracted to gods. I've only. <laughs> Sorry, God. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> You're a lesbian, so. Very queer. I get it. Very you gay. Know, the god that I'm attracted to yeah. would be a terrible disaster if I was to follow him. Would that be lucky. No, I'd be Dionysus, my oh, dude. Oh, Dionysus. Because, like, I've said it before. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> but I don't think I need that kind of extra push. Please, if you're listening, don't take that like a challenge, my guy. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Anywho. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think that that's very funny that you had to clarify that you never really followed the gods too much. All right, but I'm trying to balance myself out. I'm trying to deal with that male energy. And, and you know, I've done a lot of shadow work so that I can – and I think uh, when they first started showing up, I was like, oh, I think my shadow work might be pretty much, you know – I think I'm healed. <laughs> Heal, be walk. You may walk through the world again. So, <laughs> yeah. And there are other reasons. Hearn the Hunter is in Shakespeare. And, oh, no. And the God of the Hunt. So there are lots of reasons. But the biggest reason that he got really plastered into people's brains and not going away is Marvel. He's in a comic book. Oh, which one? I don't know. Oh. That's all I know. Here's the thing about the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love comics. Mm-hmm. I worked at a comic store. I had to shut down gatekeeping dude bros left and right. Um, oh, but here's the thing is there is so much. There's so much. I could never, if I wanted to like keep my job and all my relationships, <laughs> I could not go back and read all of the Marvel comics. Um, so... Yeah. If anybody's trying to be like, ha, fake nerd girl, she doesn't even know Saranos, <laughs> you can bite my butt. Yeah. And remember that there's like a gajillion comics yeah. with a d- bunch of different universes. There so are. So, yeah, you're right. The comics are all over. There's so many. There's so and there's so many different timelines, yeah. especially if you're an X Men comic person. Especially if you like, like crossovers and stuff. Oh, right. And the restarting of the worlds and stuff. I remember when I first saw Heroes, I'd only 
watched comic. I'd only, I hadn't read comics. I had watched them on. Talk about a show that had such incredible potential. I know, right? But when they started doing all the rewriting and stuff, I thought, this is a, why are they doing that? And then you go to the comic book world universe and they do that all the time. Yeah, they usually do it better. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not coming. Okay, for, I'm not coming. We for love you, heroes. heroes. <laughs> save, save the, the cheerleaders. cheerleaders. Save, save the world. <laughs> I love you, Corey. Oh, okay. Psychically linked. There we go. So that's my library, which was probably really long, but uh, that's fun. that's why we're slicing this in two. Heck yeah. Yeah. So do you? Uh, do you, do you want to add anything to the library or should we head out to the bonfire? I have nothing to add. All right. <laughs> I am I am a barnacle on this particular episode. All right, everybody. Grab your marshmallows. Grab your chocolate. Grab your graham crackers and some whiskey. Maybe. Because that would be appropriate for the Irish. If Or or some non-alcoholic some apple cider. beverage. Apple cider. And uh, let's head to the bonfire. Hell yeah. You have a story to tell. I mean, or not, or the Battle of Cooley? Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the Cow Battle. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna call I it. I love it because Boom. it's the Battle of Cooley, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but That's I'm the not... American. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I'm not even. It's too. It's hard. I only have room in my brain for two languages, and right now Spanish is the other one, so <laughs> it's just not happening. Uh, but. It is the, sorry, excuse me, the cattle raid of Cooley. Yeah. Uh, And it is a... I like cow battle. The cow cow battle. (laughs) That makes it sound like it's just all cows, but it's not. (laughs) Um, It is an Irish epic, which is part of the Ulster cycle. And uh, it's a wild ride. It's a wild ride, everybody. Mm. It is, it's complete with all, all the things... That a that a epic requires. There's violence and sex and subterfuge and and magic and sadness and cows. <laughs> uh, because cows were currency. Because, I mean, well, technically bulls. Oh, okay. But yeah. So okay, I read a bunch of different summaries. I read two full English translations, which were different. 100 years (laughs) and then i watched the puppet movie video it's like it's like paper puppets like backlit it's very beautiful uh it's like two-dimensional in silhouette it's gorgeous uh that the decembrists made to go with their song about the battle raid of cooley and may i just say how much i love the decembrist i wish i liked the music for this better and and i like i mentioned off air um it the music makes a lot more sense when you're watching mm-hmm. the puppet show. Okay. Basically, it's like a pu- it's a puppet play, and it's beautiful. Uh, and it also it helps to uh, keep things straight. Yeah, it helped me a lot to keep things straight because there's a lot of Irish names, and there's a lot of Irish names from Irish named places because it takes place in Ireland. And I just like it's like reading something from Tolkien. Like I just can't keep all these elf names straight. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, okay, here is my, this is the most basic understanding of the story. That's what we need. That's what we want. And I didn't cover the part about the Morgans uh, intervention so that you could, because I don't. Just kidding. I 
didn't really cover the part about the Morgan being a part of this. We, but I know well, she's we in might it. talk about it next week. Yeah, she's in it, but I didn't. I didn't. And blanket statement: I don't speak Irish. I'm gonna do my best, but there's gonna be things that I'm just gonna call like the white cow and the brown cow. I love that because nobody needs to hear that. So <laughs> the story starts with Queen Maeve. Which is my best friend's wife's name. Is it? Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, so now you've got her origin story. Yeah. This is it. Uh, Queen Maeve and her husband, uh, it's pronounced either Alil or Alil. It's Alil. I like Alil. That's what I wrote down. Uh, they get into an argument, basically, where she's like, I'm wealthier than you. And he's like, nah. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, nuh and it goes on like that and they keep comparing all their shit so they have like i have these beautiful robes and the other one's like well i have these beautiful birds and the other one's like well i have these beautiful coins and i was like i have these beautiful rings and it just goes on and on and fucking on and um that and part that part gets a little long in the tooth for me and i'll say really quickly that's really important because women you know yes women right there and yeah. being treated as an equal in the marriage was one of, this is one of the first times that's written down. Yeah. Again, why we think some things may have been twisted Probably. by those Christians. I mean, maybe, maybe not. not but... Or monks, monks. So they're going on and on and on comparing their wealth. And she keeps arguing, I am as wealthy as you. Even without you, I have as much wealth as you. And he's like, no, you're my wife. And the wife has her wealth because the husband has it. And she's like, nah dog i have so much and they go on and on and then finally he's like well i have this precious white bull and she's like fuck because she doesn't and so he's outdone her so she's like i'm gonna borrow the brown cow of cooley okay which is an ulster through a series of misfortunes slash misunderstandings slash miscommunications, borrow turns into the queen is just going to take it if they don't let her borrow it. And then the people of Cooley being like, that's not all right. Them basically being like, well, now you can't have him. And so she's like, well, fuck you. <laughs> and so she goes to her like seer, right? Her, her prophesier is like, help me out. And he's like, deal. And so he puts a curse on the town so that they can't fight back. And so she leads an army because she's a badass. I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. This whole thing's very sketch. Sketch as hell. But she's headed to this town with her army. She, she gets there and everyone is like sick and perishing and can't and just kind of like laying down and can't fight because they're cursed, which is a bummer. Except for one guy whose name is, I have it written down. This guy named Kukulain, and I'm saying Kukulain. it. Kukulain. Kukulain, who is also a god. There's a, I the, did not mention him, and I meant he's on my list. The pronunciation of that is much cooler in Irish, and I listened to it probably 600 times. Yeah, I still same. Kukulain. Kukulain, so. but it's also got a little more stank on oh, it Oh, I'm that. sure. And it's like yeah. Kukulain, and it's just like very good. Just before you go on real quickly, yeah. I want to say how important this is, what you're doing, and what you said about it was all sketch and everything like that. Yeah. You have to remember 
we cannot separate the gods from the gore. Oh, no. That I mean, it was a much different time. Now, yeah. it's different than saying, oh, you were in the 80s. You didn't know better than to go into a room. That's no. not what we're saying. What we're saying is that you need to know this so that you can you can apply it in a modern sense. Yeah. And we'll talk about warrior and what that looks like now in this day and age. And there's a part of the story in some tellings where she offers to sleep with the head mm-hmm. of the town and he's like, nah. And she's like, well, then I'm going to burn it to the ground. Yeah. Basically. And I'm like, on the one hand, that's a lot. And on the other hand, I'm like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But obviously, I don't condone arson. <laughs> so, so Kukulin, or Kukulin, 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 uh, he's unaffected by this curse, okay? And so he basically, like, single-handedly fights off this entire army. And then things get a little muddy in my brain and my notes, but he and ends it's up- it's really long. It's so freaking really long, y'all. I remember I was reading it and I kept seeing a little scrolly wheel on the right hand side of my mm-hmm. screen and it just had so much farther to go. Yeah. Epic. Was, it's an epic. I was like, this is long. Um, so I read two of them and I did it for you. <laughs> I just want you all to know that. Thank you, Corey. You're welcome. Uh, and I like a billion other summaries and Sparks notes and stuff. And so he is fighting and the Morrigan helps him. I don't really remember how because it's long. And uh, Lou helps him. Prophecy, yelling, voice. Lots of prophecy. Curses. Uncursing. And then, and then his like foster brother slash best friend is sent to fight him. And he doesn't want to fight him. And then he ends up having to fight him and kills him with a magic spear. It's very sad. It's very sad. And so he's like heartbroken and really badly effed up because of the fight and he doesn't die he's fine but it sucks a lot for him and fostering then, was huge in this era yeah. that was a that was a thing that they did people would send their children away to live and be raised by other people and then come back and to the original family so he's sad and he's basically living in bummer town now and <laughs> they Maeve gets the uh the bull she gets mm-hmm. the brown bull and she brings it back. And then the brown bull and the white bull fight. And it does not end well for the white bull. It basically tears him apart. Uh, they go underwater. And it's a when whole they thing. come up the next morning, he's in pieces. It's, the whole, it's a whole thing. So the brown bull kills the white bull, which like also fuck you, Alil. And um, <laughs> take that. Now nobody has a cow. And so the brown cow walks back home to Ulster, to Cooley, and there's a little bit of uh, variation in how there this is. ends. Yeah. My favorite, partly because it's the most horrifying, is uh, he walks back and he looks around and he's home and then he explodes in an explosion of black vomit, which I thought was <laughs> graphic and hilarious which is gross and i'm probably broken inside anyway (laughs) my favorite is he comes and he looks around and his heart is broken and he lays down and he dies yeah uh the notes the exact notes i took were and then the brown one returns home and dies (laughs) question mark explanation point uh (laughs) so that's how i felt about that and then like that's the end yep and like nobody gets a cow 
but there are lots of other stories. And but it's, what he what the brown cow does, brown cow. Oh, and then there's peace for seven years. Oh yes. Sorry, there's peace among all the peoples of the land for seven years. So that's what happened. That yeah. was good. Uh, the, these poor brown cow sacrifices. You did great. <laughs> so the brown cow, when he comes up with the white cow, he flings stuff around and organs and body parts. It's, it's like let's let's talk about the gore of the Irish, and that's how so many places were named okay. in Ireland were from those pieces. And mm-hmm. then they named it this, and they named it that. That's part of the Ulster cycle. Yeah. And there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of. It's a nasty story. It's yeah. it's got some stank on it. It's like soldiers doing the horrifying things that soldiers do to women in villages they're invading and it's got it's got just brutal bloodshed and magic and lying. <laughs> and yeah. It's just a lot. It's a lot. And we will if you've gotten this far, that's a good place to stop and come back next week and we're going to talk about what this means, why it's important, more about uh, the Phantom Queen and why this is so important if you've chosen this as your pantheon. About my deity. <gasps> oh, I'm dying to hear that. Haha, you uh, have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Sucker. And are you saying your deity's name or no? Not right now. Okay. It's a surprise. Will you say it next week? Well, I've said it on TikTok, so if you want to know, go to TikTok. Go to our TikTok. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, let's, uh, sh- uh, do you want to send up some sparks? I would love nothing more. Okay. It is just me this week, and I am sending up two people or mm, accounts. And one of them does not need me to send her up. It's Olivia at the Wonderlust Witch or the Witch of Wonderlust, depending on which platform you find her on. And we'll have those links in the show notes. She is just so inspiring. And uh, she obviously does a lot of witchcraft, but also she focuses on body positivity, pole dancing, other interests. She's just fun. And she's very different on TikTok than she is on Instagram. And she also has a YouTube channel and does some really amazing information. I just like her. I love her energy a lot. And then if you have been following me on TikTok, my personal account, or on Instagram, my personal account, you will know that I am so into tea. I've always been into tea, but it is really prevalent right now. I'm using it a lot for some health reasons, and it has led me into just a whole new world. And the Yellow Mountain Tea House is absolutely amazing. They also have a TikTok account and an Instagram account and a shop. If you're in Colorado, uh, I don't know where in Colorado, actually, but they're absolutely amazing. They are open. They are their customer service is beyond fabulous. I just adore them and they have some great teas. Check them out if you are looking for some flavorful medicinal teas or just tea for fun. So until next time, be well, harm none, and don't forget, you are magic. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening and we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. 
But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at bonfirebabblepodcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also... Hooray! On TikTok now at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up. And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.